Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 137, I Haven't Really Tried. Hello, hello, hello. How are you all? Things are moving along over here. (laughs) Literally just today, um, we've made it through the whole summer, almost all the way through summer camp. We were in the home stretch with the kids and their summer camps. And my youngest son, Arlo, who did a school, uh, summer school for most of the summer, while the other kids went to a traditional YMCA outdoor summer camp with like canoeing and archery and swimming and all the stuff. Um, he finished up his summer school last week and then joined them in one final week of this traditional YMCA summer camp. And he was so excited about it. And today they were going to the pool and like they were going to ride the big white YMCA bus to the pool. And like he was just so excited to share his experiences with them and like they were sharing what happened at camp and like they were all just kind of like you know riffing back and forth about it and then my husband gets a call from YMCA saying Arlo was exposed to COVID and that you have to come pick him up and that ended that (laughs) poor poor Arlo he's totally fine Um, you know, I was worried that he was going to be worried about getting COVID. He said that he was angry, more angry and frustrated than worried. And, um, that he had to miss out on the swimming and watching everybody else have fun. Because basically what happens is they isolate who's ever been in contact with a kid that has COVID. And so they pull them out and they don't even tell them why they're getting pulled out. Um, so Arlo didn't know when my husband went and picked him up the reason why he was being pulled out. So we got to be the bears of bad news, but we're all good. We made it almost to the end. Arlo is fine. I'm going to get him tested and all the stuff for keeping him separate from the rest of the family. And I'm sure it's just an extra precaution, but poor Arlo. But I love how he was able to verbalize his emotions, (laughs) y'all. Like... I'm not worried. I'm angry and frustrated. I'm like, for an eight-year-old boy, like, that's amazing. So anyway, that's the update on this end. We've got one more week and then school starts, and I'm sure it's going to be a lot of rotations of this, but we're here for it, and we're not going to think too far in the future. We're just going to stay with what we know today and support everybody the way we can and move forward. So this week, I'm talking about... Oh, first of all, I want you guys to know that I have a podcast guide. So if you love the podcast and you like applying what I teach you and maybe you've taken notes or or some things, um, I've created a really awesome workbook called the Podcast Study Guide. It's at AngelaMasenic.com forward slash podcast study guide. And if you go there, you enter your email address. I'm going to email you 
a really nice workbook where I've pulled out all of my most impactful episodes with like the biggest lessons and created worksheets for each of those episodes. So you can actually apply what I'm teaching you in the podcast to your life. And when you apply what you're hearing and listening to, that's when you can have some significant changes, like get this stuff out of your head onto paper and write it out and apply it apply the tools, that's when you're going to see some some real big changes. So highly recommend that you go get that. Um, but this week, I want to talk about this thought that snuck up on me, and I really have been exploring for the past couple weeks. So this thought of, I haven't really tried. Have you guys had this thought before? Especially maybe if you've been trying to cut back on how much you're drinking or trying to lose weight. I haven't really tried. Sounds true. Sounds like a fact, right? Like, <laughs> it doesn't sound super negative either, right? But it's an interesting thought. So you might like have had this thought, well, I haven't really tried. And then that opens up your brain to go on and think, well, I'm still drinking too much on the weekends. I haven't been sticking to my food plan 100% of the time. Sometimes I snack after dinner. I'm not drinking enough water. I overate on vacation last week. Basically, you go and you reflect on all the things that you haven't been doing perfectly, okay, to prove this thought, this thought I haven't really tried, to be true. Or even more fun, you like to go look at all of your past attempts at making changes and then you kick yourself even harder when you recall all the failed attempts and you think, see, I can't even do it. I still haven't really tried. And then you might actually feel inclined to try harder. Are you guys following along? You might decide from this place of, I'm going to go try harder to restrict, to swear off alcohol for a month, to go on a restrictive diet like keto or a juice fast or something like that, or intermittent fasting. And then that attempt to try harder, in quotes, air quotes, feels really freaking hard. And you white knuckle your way through the week. And by the time Thursday rolls around, you're like, oh my God, I deserve a break right? You guys feeling me? (laughs) And then you probably overeat and overdrink and that whole cycle just begins again. And just today I was coaching just this morning, a very smart, high achieving, successful woman where she shared with me that this is her pattern, but that it's really hard for her to change it. So I asked her what she thinks she would feel if she lost the weight and stopped over drinking. And she said she would love herself and feel worthy. And this is where it cracks my heart open, y'all. So we dug in and explored what she thinks of herself now, at her current weight and with her current drinking patterns. And she said she felt gross and unworthy. And this is what I showed her. I showed her that her taking action, as in trying to lose weight from this unworthiness, is only going to keep her in the same cycle that she's been in her whole life. She then shared that even though she's lost weight in the past, she wasn't happy or worthy when she got the weight off and then she gained it all back. Y'all listen, losing weight and stopping over drinking doesn't make us automatically feel amazing about ourselves, right? We are still left with the same thoughts and feelings about our lives and who we are in our lives. And if you haven't changed your self-concept and build trust and compassion for yourself on your journey to lose weight or stop over drinking, you're going to be the same person with the same thoughts and the same baggage and the same feelings 
just maybe in a smaller body if you can get there. And then you're going to realize it sucks to not only not be eating very much and not really drinking, but nothing's really changed. (laughs) So you're going to revert back to using food and alcohol to make your life better. And top it all off when you decide to lose weight from this place of this unworthiness, right? You're probably doing some restrictive diet like counting calories or macros or points or some calculated system that doesn't teach you why you want to eat when you're not really hungry in the first place. So likely you're probably feeling deprived. And if you add deprivation and lack of self-worth together, you mix that in a bowl, boom, (laughs) right back to this bingy type of behavior, old patterns, and a lot of fuck it moments. And before you know it, you're right back where you started. I've done this a thousand times. Okay. I had been on a diet since I was eight years old. Y'all eight years old was my first diet and exercise program. This went on until I was almost 40. So I was 39. Okay. I know this cycle like the back of my hand and it does not have to be this way. You get to love yourself no matter what size you are or how much you are drinking that is available to you 100% right now. Loathing yourself and frustration are not the only options. If you resonate with this and you're nodding your head, like you resonate with this pattern and how you've approached things in the past, please actually do something about it because you deserve to feel good. Y'all you are born worthy and full of unconditional love for yourself. When you feel good about you, you do good for you. Most people are scared to love themselves because they think that they won't take action to make changes. And I just want you to know that this is not true. And y'all already have some evidence of this and you should go find it because it's so important for you to see. Think about a time when you felt really good about something you had been doing or about your own capabilities. Maybe it was how you finished and led a big project at work or bought your first home or finished that marathon. When you're thinking, God, such a badass, I did that. I'm doing this. And then on the contrary, think about something besides weight loss or stopping over drinking that you did that you thought, God, I suck at this. I don't know how I'm not good. What was, what was that experience like? Which one did you prefer? Which one was more fun? Which one would you want to do again? Your thoughts about you are everything in the journey to stop over drinking and losing weight. Pay attention to your thoughts is the number one thing to focus on in this type of work. You should be counting negative thought loops instead of calories. You guys hear me on that? You should be counting negative thought loops (laughs) instead of calories or macros. You should be focusing on adding more self-love and compassionate thoughts instead of taking away chips or your favorite weekend dessert. Please trust me on this. I would not steer you wrong. I've done this for myself and hundreds of my clients and it has changed their lives forever. And I think by now, you know, your old approach hasn't worked. Otherwise you wouldn't be here listening now. Am I right? (laughs) So why not try it y'all? Why not for two weeks, focus on managing your mind instead of focusing all of your attention on what you are not putting in your mouth. Decide what you want to think about yourself that feels good and true today 
and make it your job to find something you do like about yourself and your body, no matter how hard that might feel, how impossible that might feel. It's worth the energy and effort you're putting into it. So instead of getting back to our topic today, I haven't really tried. I suggest what you do is try unconditional love. I bet you haven't tried that before. Till next week, my friends. I love you so much. Bye for now. Didn't we put it out?